welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Now there's your go back in the day. <laughs> no, you can't record up there. Oh, record up there too? Yeah. All right, there's your go back in the day fuck up. Oh, we, yeah. There you go. We did mess up. Yeah. So we recorded a uh, intro. Until DJ three minutes in goes, hey, why we didn't we press probably record? Probably hit record. <laughs> so the only way you're going to hear that intro, which is really good, by the way, yeah, is yeah. by going on YouTube. Yeah. Or John might put it into the... Uh, Instagram store. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure. Probably John's a pretty talented guy. He's really talented. He's very talented. Yeah. And so the segue, which you talked about, and then we realized uh, that uh, that we weren't recording, was the new guys that are coming on to help the Pints of Polishing podcast. Yeah. And so they come on tonight to discuss, you know, how they got into detailing. We got two different stories, which is pretty cool. Um, and then we dive into what are some of their struggles being new detailers, both young. Uh, we got Zai and John, mm-hmm. and then uh, we dive into a pretty heavy discussion. Yeah. Um, and it's a discussion. It's a, it's a, it's what's practical in a lot of young detailers. A lot of guys want to become an influencer, or they want to be a ambassador for another brand that's a big company that maybe they use and they want their customers to know who they use like it's a very valid discussion yeah but you made the point and you ask a question and you give some pushback which is cool and it's a great discussion we're thankful for john's help and all the stuff and then zai giving some great feedback onto why he's done the business the way he's done it and for answering those questions i mean that was yeah it was he didn't back down no yeah i liked it I yeah liked it a lot yeah wow. he's done a great great job with that specific avenue he's going on right so if you're listening to this and you're a detailer and you go hey i would love to have a influencer type position in yeah. the industry this a, is a good podcast is a very good, a very good podcast zai's a sure. great young guy to learn from yep so he's and not only detailing but he's also putting out a lot of video he's content helping the fuck out of the community yeah like he really is mm-hmm. yeah he is what i got out of this whole thing is he is pa- super passionate about the about the community in the industry exactly yep so kudos to him. I know he will be at Mobile Tech. You can go up and tap him on the shoulder. You have to tap him on the shoulder. <laughs> He's going to be wearing uh, shoulder pads, though. <laughs> That's awesome. It is. Yeah. It was fucking funny. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> so everybody. Tap Zai. on the shoulder at Mobile Tech. Just because. Just walk Just away. Just because. <laughs> You'll know why. Yeah. And then uh, you'll see John there, too. John is from Babylon uh, Detailing. He's a postal uh worker as well as then owns, a, uh, owns his own detail shop or, or is he mobile he's mobile yeah and uh so he's doing both so he's a postal worker and then he's also in the industry detailing part-time so we have both of these guys on and uh we have a i don't know what do you think i went great yeah better than last week i was gonna say <laughs> a whole lot better than last week that's for sure <laughs> I was like, but, how, hey, how do you like this versus last week? Paul did show up, though. Paul shows up. He did show up towards the end. Yeah. Old Kramer. Definitely. He should come in like Kramer one time. Well, but we can't do that. <sighs> Why? Well, let's go find that 
amazing mirror right over here that we're about to put up. Uh-huh. And then I'll let you look into it and ask, <laughs> why can Paul not come into the door that is always locked when we're sitting oh, yeah. right here? True. <laughs> DJ likes to have doors locked. I do. I do like yeah. locked doors. You do. It's sort of your thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Security. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. At all. Mm-mm. But that's why he can't come in like Kramer. Because I locked the door. From Seinfeld. Yeah. My back's to the door right now, and I want to, you know. I get it. If someone's coming in the door, I want to know who it is. Yeah. I don't blame you. Do you blame me? I No, that's why I said I don't. You know, I just Because wanna, I'm an old man over here, just, and, you know, it'd be hard pause, for me pause, to pause, get pause, up pause, and pause. try and go help you. Pause, I'm I, forget this. I, I, I might, like, I have just, a cramp and, like, oh, God. I just want to thank you for not blaming me. <laughs> no, seriously, man. That, that, like, no, I don't know, no, it's not funny. It's not a joke. I just, I, I, it, it means a lot, man, to not be blamed for something for once. Because when you have a pregnant wife at home, <laughs> boy, you get blamed for a lot. Oh, yeah? Like what? The kid? <laughs> <laughs> Why were you on me? Now I have right. it. This is this your, is your fault. fault. Well, you were, I didn't know that you were yelling for a, anyways. Yeah. She didn't call you Bobby? No. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. you know, maybe one day. All right. We're going for longest intro. All right. We'll see y'all at Mobile Tech Expo. 2020. <laughs> you know what our favorite thing to do is? Uh, drink beer. And when you're drinking beer, what's the next favorite thing? Community. Community. So thank you to Sheldon. Thank you to Mobile Tech Expo. We're doing a community event there at Mobile Tech Orlando, Friday, 5 o'clock, straight out of the event. Sheldon, where are they walking out to? They're going to rock right out. <laughs> walk right out of the show floor, right into the pool area. We're going to have a whole setup. You'll see some step and repeats. You'll have to take some pictures. You'll see some bars. Most likely, you're going to see the free beer, so you can't miss it. Can't miss free <laughs> beer. Come out for fun. Come out for everything, but mostly for community. community. Ah. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Where I drink beer. Yes, you do. And DJ drinks San Pellegrino. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's sparkling water. Sparkling water? Well. Oh, it's flavored mineral water with uh, CO2 added. Natural CO2 added with zero calories and um, tangerine and wild strawberry. So I just want to know, how does it feel to drink oh, and I got the your cool first the- ever beverage out of a silicone pint glass is it a, gla- is it it a silicone pint glass or silicone cup? that drinking this tangerine and wild strawberry let me tell you how it feels with this i'm nice. drinking eureka heights buckle bunny and i'm drinking eighth wonder breweries dome foxum <clears throat> wow that's good is it good yeah that's a huh? good that's a good cup well here's to community mm. Oh man, where's the tingin? There's no tingin. No it's not a glass. Well, it's not a glass. It's, it's silicone. A cup. Because at our community event coming up at Mobile Tech, you said community. Yeah. Well, we're trying. We keep we, we keep, keep hitting, but it's not it's just doing not, anything. It's not working. I think we're gonna have to get a button that you push when it's time to clink, mm. or like a clicker underneath the table. Oh, that'd be cool. And it just 
through the speakers. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So for the uh, event at five o'clock on Friday of Mobile Tech Orlando, everyone will walk out to a poolside setting with hors d'oeuvres and free beer. Brought to you by the Pints of Policy Podcast. Hey. And uh, at that event, we were not allowed to have glass. And traditionally, that's what we've done. Glass pint glasses, right? That's just what it is, pint glasses. Exactly. So we are environmentally conscious. And it's our responsibility to not put in thousands of years of plastic waste into the... For a good time? Yeah, into the Orlando landfills. Or maybe out those turtles might have gotten caught with a... Well, that's not a straw, but that's not a straw. Might have been caught it in a whale or something. But we, anyway, we just wanted to be concerned about the environment, and so we weren't going to put a bunch of plastic cups in the trash. And so each person that comes to the podcast booth and drinks a beer, or if you come to the community event, community, afterwards, oh, community, gonna, that's gonna, yeah, oh man, you will get a silicone pint glass. That uh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah, you did a good job. Yeah, thanks. I like that. But it's not a silicone pint glass. It's a silicone pint cup. Well. It's a Coors holder. All right. It's a. Yep. Oh. Uh-huh. Not tonight. Tonight it is a Eighth Wonder Brewery. So uh, Shine House down in Texas, our good old buddy. Good old Texas. Good old Texan. He sent us some beer, and, uh, you know, we want to talk about them tonight so i am sorry dj that you yourself will not be able to enjoy it but i will uh i'll drink quite a few for you so jason man we really appreciate the beers uh we will drink them as we go and thank you very much we're getting a lot of feedback from somebody hello our uh, guests that are on, you guys are feeding back for some reason. Haven't even introduced them yet. Haven't even introduced them, but yeah, they're already messing up. Why are you guys already messing already up? Come on, up. man. All right. We want to introduce some two special guys to uh, all the listeners, to everybody. Um, wanted to first introduce John. DJ had put it out that, hey, you know, there's we could really use uh, some assistance as we're growing. And uh, DJ, why don't you introduce and why you thought it was great to have him come on. And John, man, just... It's fucking badass. I think Thank you what so John's much. doing now is proving why I wanted to have someone else on. Yeah. Uh, so John hit us up, uh, pff, I don't know, some time ago and was like, hey, I want to team up. You guys, there's an event coming up soon, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I can do. And uh, we were like, hell yeah. So it just all kind of fell in the works. And uh, what you've done so far has been freaking incredible. So I'm like antsy for Mobile Tech Orlando to have you there. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. All right, so welcome, John. Uh, John, what's your last name and what's your IG? How do? Okay, I mean, yeah, my last name is Matthews, so it's John Matthews, and um, at Babylon underscore mobile underscore detailing. Awesome, and then uh, we also have Zai. Uh, Zai's coming on to. We met. We've met Zai a couple times. We've hung out here and there, and then definitely at the Mobile Tech uh, uh, Vegas. Um, we hung out quite a bit more, went down onto uh, Fremont Street, Zai got lost with a shine doctor, found his way back, you know, might have might have gone into, you know, and there was a couple showgirls he was trying to really work on. So, you know, might have had some some time in there that was on, we don't know where he was, you know, it was like, hey, Steve, you I, seen I, Zai? I Steve's like, what? I, Zai left like an hour ago. I'm like, what? You know? 
He's denying it. So He's denying it? It is what oh, it is. Oh, well, it is what it Must is. Must have been a different one. I, I, I don't remember that part, Marty. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Marty does tell, tell a lot of stories. He is a little older, so we can... My memory's a little clouded, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. a good chance you're right. That probably was not you. But, Zai, we started talking about his musical skills and everything he's done in music, and was like, hey, man, you want to... Make a playlist for us and some yeah. playlists for us. Yeah, yeah, because we was like, hey, let's do playlists for detailers so that when detailers, uh, when they're listening to music during uh, working on a car, let's have a fucking badass playlist and not just one genre. Like, let's have country. Let's have people that like. Why would you say country people? first, though? I don't quite understand why you would immediately go to that first. That's probably one of the worst genres out there. You agree? I mean, me too. I agree. But I just don't know why you would. Say that first. Uh, it uh, started at the top with uh, the went in alphabetical order. Oh, fuck yeah! You like the way I saved that, Zai? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Zai, introduce yourself. Uh, <laughs> tell us your last name, and then also where do people find you on uh, IG? Yeah, of course, of course. Appreciate it, guys. Um, so my full name Zaya is the first name, last name Dinka, and you can find me at Carnuba Detailing on Instagram, also on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, pretty much any type of social media platform that's out there. You can pretty much find me on. So, oh yeah. So I think you used the magic word. What do you say? Tick, talk, talk, tick, talk. All right. So how are you guys doing on TikTok? Yeah. How's your ticking and talking? I've done you know more. What, I've done more um, since last week. I've, Have you? I've, yeah. I've, I've been at the gym working, working glutes and legs for a while now, and I think I'm almost there. I think I'm gonna be TikTok famous in no time. Oh honest. gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that is too funny. <laughs> so, are you a Am dancer? I? Are you a, like you're gonna get out and dance and shake it like uh, all the young teeny bobbers? I'll be honest with you guys. It Thank seems you. like the algorithm is very tailored toward um, females with very large areas <laughs> of the body moving around in certain ways. No, Zai, that's and the part that I'm says that out. you're following them. Like, that's all the ones you're following. No, no, that's just the For You page. <laughs> hey, you can take a look at my followers, man. I, got two, I follow two people. One's a real estate agent and a Kyle Clark from um, Extreme Detailing. So Damn! DJ, you didn't make the cut. I did not I didn't make either. the cut. Fucking a. I did not make. But that. Kyle made the cut. Kyle made the cut. Kyle made the cut. Kyle did make the cut. Yeah. Wow. It is. Yeah. He, is oh, he's in the mafia. Oh, Zaya, are you mafia? Wait, I always say it wrong. I say Zaya, but you said it's. How do you pronounce it? It's, it's Zaya, but you can call me Zay if that's easier for oh, you guys. Zaya. Zay? I'm sorry. Ah. Zay. Zaya. No, it's Zaya. He said Zaya, but he said we can call him Zay. Okay. Isn't that what you said? Zay. Zay. Oh. That, that, yeah, Zay or Zay, whatever works for you guys. Whatever so, works for you, man. Zay, what do you want? Daddy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew something was coming out soon. Oh, man, let me tell you about Poppy. Oh, that's just uh, Marty. Yeah, oh, gosh. Marty got called Poppy for the first time by his girlfriend, and he's freaking walking on clouds around the warehouse all day now. First time was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. But he's it's when a, she goes, Poppy. That's oh, the best. shut up. <laughs> he's he's getting soft over here. Girlfriend for uh, what two weeks and mm-hmm. he's he's becoming a soft. Yeah, DJ called me out the other day. I said someone was cute. And he's like, I said him a girlfriend for two weeks and everything's cute now. I was like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, big softy over here. It is what it is. I guess so. All right. Well. All right. We wanted to give you guys uh, a moment to introduce yourself. 
Um, and we want to get into, you know, your guys' story, who you are, uh, get some background so everybody gets to know you. So, uh, uh, who wants to go first? John, you want to tell us your background, give us your story, where you came from, sure. you know, how you grew up, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, I'm from Frederick, Maryland, so I live near D.C. and Baltimore, and I, I grew up in the music scene. Um, How's that traffic out there? Ooh. Traffic? What'd you guys say? Traffic around there? Because when yeah, I went I mean, to traffic's bad in oh, DC and Baltimore. Yeah. We're, we're like forty-five minutes out. Ooh. We're like in the middle of like kind of in a mountain town, big city, small big city is how I would uh, explain it. You know. Cool. But um, yeah, like just grew up in music. I was in a band. Um, then I started throwing benefit shows in high school. In college, I was throwing um, different events, went to school for communications, went to school for uh, printing and graphic design at, at vocational school, um, continued to then like later DJ, throw music events in town, and um, just get totally immersed into music. So um, that's like my music background. Um and then with, with, with detailing and cars, um, actually a year ago is when I started um, fixing up my dad's truck. What kind and of truck? I, uh, he had an 88 K1500 Cheyenne, and uh, we drove everywhere together. So we drove all, you know, all the racetracks, like went to Ohio, to the spring car tracks, Eldora Speedway. Um, he used to race uh, drag cars, so... He was like track champion around here. So, Marty's gonna Google um, what the uh, what that car is so he can put a image to it. Mm-hmm. What yeah. does my car looks like? No, what your uh, what? Eighty-eight what? K ten. Oh, K fifteen hundred. Oh, it's just yeah. the, the square, the square, uh, the square Chevy pickup. You know, when they changed the body out of eighty-seven and eighty-eight, they made it square. Uh, Chevy or GMC? Uh, Chevy Cheyenne. DJ, I sent you a picture of the before and after. Yeah, you did. My uh, <coughs> my phone is being used for other purposes at the moment. There it is, like that, like that, something like that. Oh, so, so like yeah. that old school, is, is it lifted? No, that's a 91 Chevy truck. No, it's not lifted. So yeah, it's going to look just like the 91, but it's, it's got, got square, square body, headlights yeah. in the front. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like just that old school, like 80s, 90s, big, badass fucking truck. Uh-huh. Yep, 80s You truck. got it. And me and, me and my dad went everywhere in that truck when my parents split up. So, like, that meant something to me. So I had this truck, and I've been working on it for a while. That's awesome. And I wanted – what did you say? No, I said that's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, it. man, that's it, it, it was that's just it. really cool to, like, work on it. So, like, I had been putting tax returns into it after a while, you know, a lot of money. And then I needed to paint it. It needed to be done. So, uh, you know, a paint job is, like – fifteen hundred dollars and i can't afford that so i literally looked on youtube how to paint a truck and i had never painted anything but t-shirts for my band before with spray paint so i had no idea and i learned how to do auto body off of youtube and do the um you know bondo long story short everything you could think of on that truck i painted the grill the frame everything and I, uh, one day I looked down and there was four crates of polishing equipment and different. Hey, talk to me about the painting of the truck. You would like, hold on. Like there's not very many people that just learn how to paint a truck. 
Off YouTube. Oh. Off YouTube. So, I mean. Okay. You want to go in a ditch? Yeah. A little um, bit. Like a quick elevator pitch, but like, I mean. Yeah. What the fuck? You painted your own truck. So we've heard of learning the detail off the YouTube. Yeah, but never. But painting a truck. So the only person I've ever known that's like painted something. Did you do it in a garage? Like, so when. No. No, that makes it even. It was oh. more difficult. I did it in a driveway. Wow. Okay, so my no, dad. My dad painted. When I was going to college, my high school car wasn't going to make it. My sister's Bronco 2 was this, like, no, uh, it was not pretty. And so he literally masked off the garage and painted with some different spray. I like it's there's spray sprays cans. and there's different, but then he put a clear coat on it. But like he broke out in all kinds of messed up, like he fucked himself up. Uh, and, but painted a fucking car for me so that I could have it in college. Wow. Because he was the same way. We didn't have money. Like we didn't, there's no way we could afford right. it. So that's, that's I've never expensive. heard of somebody that's, that's painted something out, you know, so tell us about it. Yeah. Like what the heck? Like, how'd you do okay, that? So like I doubled down on YouTube. Like I was like in YouTube university. I had notepads. I was watching as many full blown auto body videos as possible. And when they were talking about the, um, what is it, the HVLP gun, I would just think about spray paint. You know, I was thinking about, okay, well, they're doing it that way. I'll do it that way with spray paint. So then I researched spray paint. I, I looked up this company in Germany that uses um, the same pigments as German paint companies do for cars, right? And they have low-pressure spray cans. So I was like, okay, it's low-pressure. This should work. I sanded. I ordered two cases of them i sanded the truck by hand i painted the first half um at one time and you know this is tricky you gotta tape this off i'm dealing with all kinds of dust and you know you're watching the weather like am i gonna be able to paint today and hmm. literally just sanded the fuck out of this truck vondoed all those little rust and the specs and just figured it out as i went and um it just it made me realize that the detailing process and the painting process were very similar that you just need to make something clean by doing the steps you know you gotta strip something before you put a ceiling on there right well i like stripping stuff you're right hey tell you us know? about uh <laughs> just gonna rush over that huh no one laughed yeah. at you. We ignored it. You had How do you? I mean, how do you compare painting a vehicle to detailing a vehicle? That's a pretty. That's a pretty big comparison. So, like, so if you have, like, let's say you're dealing with the bed of the truck. So first, you're going to have to get that the, the the side of the bed. You're going to have to sand it down and get it smooth and consistent to, you know, one basically uh one dimension it can't be bumpy it has to be flat and then i realized that once you make something flat it shines so just like when you clay bar you're gonna make that paint shine because it's all like you know one solid shape okay cool i you like it i mean and, and the thing is with, with i've learned I'm, now you gotta remember i've only been detailing for a year and half of that was painting a truck so the way i look at it is is uh <laughs> You know, it's just a, you're repeating the same process over and over again. You're cutting, and then you're, you're, you're uh, what is it called? Polishing. You're finishing, right? So that's the same thing with painting. You're doing the same thing. You're cutting it down. 
And then you're finishing it with paint or clear coat. So I feel Zai, Zai, Zay. Fuck, I know. I know, Zay. I feel Zay's ears. Make it easy. Just call me Poppy, okay? I got two fingers holding up. I'll let you guess which two. I'll put them on the video. Uh, I can I can feel his ears burning. You can feel them? I can. Why? We're not going there. Okay. Um, it, <laughs> so how how's... Fuck, I don't know. It's gone. My question was gone. I know you were going. Where was I going? He was describing a detailing process, and then you're probably thinking his ears are burning because everyone has a certain process or a... Um, was it the clay bar comment? I don't know. No? It's gone. Okay. Keep going, John. Yeah, but you know, no, the poppy fucks me. The poppy no, fucks me. Gonna... Nice, nice job, Zai. <laughs> nothing's gonna shine unless it's gonna. I want consistent. Um, if, if it's not consistent, you know, like if you sand something down, it's gonna be smooth and it's gonna be shiny. That's all it is. One dimension is what that was the word I was looking for. Cool. So, so that was, your, your, you know, that was how many? That was how long ago? Six months ago or so? A year ago? Yeah, it was a year ago, last January, I started doing that. And then what I did was um, I had all these products just sitting there, and I took a picture, and I was like, I have so many just, you know, um, products sitting in these crates. Like, what am I going to do with them? So the girlfriend at the time I had, I was, like, buffing out scratches on her car because, you know, she got a new car, and she felt I felt bad that they had scratches on it. So I took it before and after, and I got, like, five DMs. Can I do that to their car? And I was like, oh, yes, maybe I, I got do. something here. And um, then I realized that I, I, I like paint. I respect paint. I understand how paint works. I understand how, how it, just how important it is and how delicate it is. So, you know, it, it, when you've wanted nothing more than a fucking paint job on your truck that's been sitting there with four different colors for four years, like, you respect the fuck out of paint. Oh, like, yeah, man. That's awesome. Totally get it, yeah. So, like, I look at other cars, like, look at that piece of shit Kia. Like, why can't I have that paint job? My truck needs it. She needs it. She got it. She got it. You know? Nice. Yeah, so, like, I have that, like, like that truck. Basically, like, painting that truck made me realize that, like, I know it's kind of corny, but, like, if I can paint that truck, like, I can do I can do anything I wanted to if I was able to sit and paint that truck for six months. Like, Hell yeah. And that's on my day off because I'm a mailman. So, that's, like, that's just on my Wednesdays. Oh, okay. So you full time mailman, and then yes, part time detailer, and eBay flipper, and I work at a print shop. And I'm also working on the the media the media side of uh, a man after you know, my promotion. own heart. John, when yeah. were you diagnosed with ADD? A man after your own heart, huh? <laughs> uh, John, what point know. in your life did somebody go? You got ADD. I don't know what it is, but, like, right now, there's a method to my madness. So, like, in a year, I want to leave the post office. And I know uh, Fabian from Metroplex, he's like, don't do it. Stay at the post office. But, like, I got, I got a dream. I don't want to, like, let everything I've done my whole life just kind of, like, end up at the post office for me. Like, no slide on anybody else. But I've done a lot with music, and I want to keep that going with detailing. So right now I'm trying to, like, scale down the big dreams. So I got the job at – one of my clients has a print shop on my route. So, like, I go detail his screens, literally. Hmm. He wants me to detail his machine. I'm, I'm not bullshitting you. Nice. 
Yeah, I'm cleaning screens in there, and he does uh, motorsports printing, so it falls in line. So I do that like once or twice during the week, and then I, I source eBay stuff for my store, and then I flip that whenever I can, and then I detail every Wednesday, and then uh, I work at the post office all week, and then, you know, Sunday's dad that day. That's the day with my kids, so that's what I'm doing. And, and at the end of the year, I'm going to times everything by one, two, three, or seven and be like, okay, I can do this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to quit my job. Hell yeah, man. That's fucking awesome. Yes, yeah, so that's awesome. my master plan right now. So right now I'm taking on everything I can that's related to my goal. Cool. I like it. Yeah, love it. All right, Mr. Zai. Zai or Zay? Well, he said I could just say Zai. Did he? Yeah, he did. But it was Zay. No. Hmm. All right. Zay? 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 No, Zay? 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 Yeah, call me whatever the fuck you guys want to call me at this point. There you go, man. <laughs> whatever you want. Mm. It ain't going to be poppy, I'll tell you that. Aw, <laughs> 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 oh, come on, Marty. Don't, don't hurt me like that, man. Don't hurt me like that. <laughs> All right, man. Give us your background story. Who are you? Where you grew up? And what got you into detailing? Yeah, man, I'd love to. Um, first, I just want to say, John, thank you for giving us your background story. Now, it's an interesting story, and um, I know Marty mentioned ADHD, but you know, I think I think we all got a little bit of that at this point, you know. Um, but yeah, just to, yeah, it's more, more so just being an entrepreneur. I get we all we all have that issue. Um, but yeah, my background. Um, I'm pretty young. I'm only 22 years old, and I've been Jeez. in the detailing game, at least a part of the industry, quote-unquote, if you want to say, for a little bit over maybe a year, year and a half. But I've been detailing for about four years. Um, I was born in the Chicagoland area, and me and my family moved to Arizona just a little bit over a year ago. And, you know, I've been detailing a little bit in Chicago part-time. I was a branch supervisor there at a local financial institution for a few years while I was detailing part-time. And um, my company's name is Carnuba Detailing. We're a premium mobile detailing service here currently in Surprise, Arizona. So uh, I don't know if you guys want me to jump into complete detail and everything or just a quick overview. It's up to you guys. So This is your time, Zay. 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 Whatever my the time. fuck you want. Okay. It's Zay's time right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Zay Day. Oh, well, okay. Right. So what got you into well, I mean, why did you decide to start cleaning cars? Oh man, um, do you know what? I just, I just love doing it. I, it's not just cleaning cars. Well, what was me. the I first car like... you cleaned? Like you just cleaned your car, and then like yeah. randomly decided to open a yeah. business, or what? Um, yeah, let's let's jump into that. So basically, um, senior year of high school, I joined the Army Reserves. Went to my um, basic training and, and advanced individual training. And after I got back, I got my first car. It was a Saab 93 Arrow, black on black. Hmm. Um, love that thing. Still, still my favorite car to date. I've driven a lot of cars, and that's still one of my favorite cars. But oh, yeah, um, that's your girl. I restored it to, yeah, man. I restored it to the best of my ability, and it was it was popping afterwards, guys. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. And I kind of just fell in love with the fact that you know, if you take care of something, it's gonna give back to you. You know, um, if you maintain. Um, everything, whether it be your car, your home, your relationships, if you put time, effort, and money into it, it's going to give back to you in the long run. So um, just seeing that car the way it was after I was done detailing, it just made me fall even more in love with the process of detailing. 
And it kind of took it from there. I started detailing neighbors, cars, friends, and families. And it just got to the point where I loved it so much and I was starting to make enough money at my age where I was like, you know what, this is something I really do want to start getting into. So I, I started Carnegie Detailing and I had the opportunity to participate in an angel grant competition in my community college at the time. And I won about $5,000 to go ahead and start the, start the business. So I kind of took it from okay, there. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> Don't brush over that. Oh, rewind. What'd you find, Marty? No, I mean, like, that's a cool... Yeah. Yeah, so you just see a flyer, or, like, what? Okay, so this is what happened. Um, so I was in a business um, entrepreneurship class, and my, my professor, his, his um, first name, Bruce, he was actually one of the chairman of the Motorola company um, in Palatine, uh, Illinois, at the time. But he was also a part-time professor, and he was my professor, and I gave my presentation in class of Carnuga Detailing. It was just a simple class project. Nothing really special. Nothing that I thought was actually going to turn into something. And after class, he pulled me to the side and he said, you know, there's an opportunity coming um, in a few weeks for an angel grant competition here at, at school. And I think you should participate into it. And wow. I, I, took, I took the opportunity and... Uh, it was a two-stage uh, competition. Uh, you give your first presentation to the chairman, and they kind of decide who's going to go to the next level of the competition, and I was able to win, luckily. So. Well, that's badass, man. Yep. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so they give you how much money? He said 5K. So Cash. I won $5,000 total um, to go ahead and start the, start the business up. So. And what did you do with your money? Ooh, what I do with with the Vegas and Mobile Tech? Oh, man, it was Miami, followed by Vegas, and a couple clubs. No. Uh, what I do with the money? So basically, most of the money was spent on obvious things, such as equipment, tools, products, and stuff like that. Um, and then you got your IDA membership. Yeah, was, say, say it once again. <laughs> I, said it, then you, I said it, then you went and got your IDA membership and joined up with us, and then, then, then what'd you do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that came later down the line. Uh, most of the money was spent in just about half a year or so on equipment, tools, products, um, insurance as well. I had to be insured, smart, licensed, smart. and um, also uh, S-Corp, C-Corp, or LLC as well. That was required by the school at the time because of the angel grant. Um, but yeah, that's where most of the money was spent. One thing that I didn't really pay attention to was the marketing budget. I should have paid a little bit of mind for that. Mm. Um, I kind of underestimated how much money yeah, I actually needed I, I think you did it right. So. Most people don't do it that way, though. What, I mean, that was a good plan of action to starting a business, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just, yeah, like, I mean, he, I was, evidently you I, opened, I, you spent all your money, and then you went, wait, I need customers. Yeah, for sure. So I get it. But you got your, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I was super thankful and blessed either way. I mean, I came yeah. out of five grand, school, five grand. Five grand. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, not, not just that. I mean, I came out of high school at a good position at a, at a financial institution, and I was making good money for my age, 19, 20 years old, and you know, it, just like John said, you gotta kind of follow your passion and your dream, but um, it's more creating a dream and turning into a reality for me. I don't like to, I've, I've always been one not to take too much risk. I'm a big thinker. I like thinking a lot. Um, so after that opportunity came about that I actually won, I decided to commit myself to it. So. Heck yeah. I like your yeah. name. 
That's clever. For sure. And how long ago was that? Oh. How long ago was when I started the business? Mm-hmm. Like, um, when so was that competition? Was, yeah. Um, oh, the competition was sometime around, um, let's see, end of 2015-ish. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact date. Oh, that's it was, fine. It was a while back. So, oh. 2015, 2016. So, four years running the mobile detailing business? Um, yeah, so kind of part-time. Um, it wasn't completely full-time. I was still going to school. I was still having my position at the financial institution. Um, I had my army reserve stuff going on. So I had a lot of stuff going on. So when I, when I, talk, I tell John it's not really ADHD, I think anybody that's like an entrepreneur has a hundred things going on in their life that they're trying to make happen, you know? Agreed. Yep. It's yeah. just the ones with ADD get to do it a lot faster. Are you trying to recruit people to be have ADD with you, Marty? Is that it? I'm not recruiting them to have mm-hmm. them. I'm just encouraging Are all those that do. Are diagnosing our guests with ADHD? No, I don't I, notice. I've never put the H in it. What is the H? I call it hyper. So oh. ADD, and then there's attention deficit. Uh, no, then there's a t- uh, attention hyper deficit disorder or something. ADHD or something. I don't know. So you don't know. I don't. That's why I never use the H. I always just say ADD. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't use something that you don't know what it means. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. Thanks. That's good. Community. Community. Listen. No, I just think that as entrepreneurs or business owners or whatever, like those that can process information faster generally can do things more. Like mm-hmm. I'm just starting to realize that, you know, 41 years old. Well, you're processing things a lot slower now. But that just means the young bucks are slow, not catching up yet. <laughs> you're slowing down the speed all up. All those regulars. I like that. All those regulars are still not to the speed. So I'm still ahead, even though I'm 41. I like it. Hey, hey Marty. Hey, John. <laughs> hey, I, I, I think ADD is, is one thing, but, like, I think what 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 I have is, like, tunnel vision and hyper-focus. So, like, I just get obsessed with something, and everything that I see, I relate to it, and I get curious to see how I can blend it or collaborate it into my mission at the time. So it was once BMX bikes, it was once punk rock, hip hop, reggae, it was once tattoos. Whatever I nerd out on hard, wow, that's cool. I have full blown tunnel vision, and now I'm putting everything together and making like a soup. You know, that's pretty cool. So anything you put it. your hands on, I mean, you're successful in it. So because you hyper, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's yeah, really thanks. Cool. That's, that's how I I've started to look at it, and trust me, many people I've I've encountered or dated do not like it, but I've started to realize that fuck that, it's a gift. Yeah, fuck yeah, I like it. All right, so we want to dive into a couple different questions for you guys. However, before we do, I need to talk about some beer that I am drinking. Okay, you want to in talk my about new beer, huh? uh. Silicone Pints and Polishing Podcast, hashtag community, uh, but it's not a glass. It's a silicone Introduce the pint. The, introduce the cup. Silicone again. pint. Uh-huh. All right, so we, nope, there's no we. I you are. am drinking Dome Foxum. What? Dome Fox? I don't know. So apparently it is a brewery out of Houston, Texas, 8th Wonder Brewery, and it's to go to the Houston Astrodome. That's what they're talking about. And this is a throwback cream ale. Uh, not really, uh, you know, it's 
it's an ale. So ales for me are, that's just what they are. They're ales. You go into a bar, you drink an ale. I've never really gotten too yippee about regular ales. The creaminess to it, yeah, you can taste some creaminess. And, hey, you know, if, if you like an ale, this would be a, a great beer to drink. I'm not a huge fan of just regular ales. I don't know what the ale you're talking about. <laughs> I think last week we talked about dad jokes. Congratulations, Mr. Patterson. That's some good. You have reached the old man fucking status, and you just made a dad joke. I don't say I'd reach the old man status. Yeah, that was a officially a dad joke. I still don't know what the ale you're yeah, talking about. At 30... Hey, 31 almost. Mr. Mr. (laughs) Young Buck on here, he is only 22. How does that make you feel inside? I'm happy for him. You are 30. I am so happy for him. Really? Because I'm pretty sure when he said he was eight, you were, oh, like, "Mm, did it feel it inside? And you're like, damn, I'm old. Didn't feel it inside. At all? No? No? You didn't. More like, wow, this guy's got his whole life ahead of him. Oh, and where yours, was, he, yeah, he's mine's way, almost over. Yours, way. yours. It, it takes me back to when I was when I was that age, and the stories he tells. Hey, like, back in that day, I remember writing a sto- writing a paper, doing a, a business paper in, in college in TCC, Tulsa Community College, over my business, a business plan uh-huh. in college. Did you walk to school five feet of snow uphill for two miles? No, I drove my car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to rate this uh, beer a two and a half. That's disgusting. Well, two and a half is not disgusting. That's that's right in the average. No, that's not average. Yeah, two and a half. Average is one to five. Two and a half? No. Point something. No, one to five. The average would be 2.5. No. Yes, 2.5. That's what I said. So it's below average. You said it rated it a two. Five. That's what I said. A two point five. That's average. John, you want to on on that on that video edit? You want to go back and replay nah, the two point five and then be like, "Boom! Told you so." I'm gonna uh, send you my, my my PayPal account. We'll make it happen. Oh. <laughs> There's the catch. Oh. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, Cash app. I'm gonna go two point five <laughs> on that. Uh, still really awesome that you sent us beer. Um, d- d- Fucking badass. Just not really my... uh, And we're right into a Get Lucky Cream Ale, which is the Buckle Bunny from Eureka Heights. You know, DJ is sure checking out that bunny's ass right on the front. I'm trying to see what that... It looks like a bunny's face, kind of. No, that's definitely... Do you know what a Buckle Bunny is? No. Ooh. Hold on. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. We need to really dive into this. All right. So... John, please help educate us. What is a buckle bunny? A buckle bunny is a girl that chases rodeo riders. They chase them and you should know that, motherfucker. I should? Why? Because I wear buckles? Or because I'm on horses? Or what? Buckle bunny. (laughs) You said because we're from Oklahoma. Oh, wow. (laughs) You bunch of rednecks out there, you know what a buckle bunny is. I'll tell you what. I'm from Maryland. Maryland, motherfucker. Buckle bunnies. Buckle bunny. You you don't chase buckle bunnies. Yeah. That's funny. How the hell did you know that? Well, did you used to strap on a buckle? No, I, there's that there's that that chick. Um, Trist, I think her name's Tristan Tuff. She's like 
she rides like bulls and shit and she has like youtube videos she's hilarious and she was talking about buckle bunnies and i was just like captivated she's hilarious <laughs> I, I murdered her name her last name's tough though that's awesome yeah yeah i had no way of knowing that that actually meant anything nope when you're drinking yeah, that's one. a groupie that's a groupie for the rodeo basically hell yeah well what a great name then like <laughs> they just went up in their scale because they like how badass is that to put on a beer can then? A Kimbuckle Bunny. Because no right, one knows what right. that means. No, well, no, like, because it mean, like because of what it means. I know what it means, yeah, but like, no one knows yeah, what it means. Like, hell yeah, Eureka Heights. Yeah. Well, getting lucky. Buckle Bunny. Oh, nicely done. Wow. Yeah. That's a good play on words. That was a really good play. Uh, so they just went up to a three from a 2.5. Oh, so. they went to yeah, a three because of the name, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still, I just, I'm just not a cream, I'm just not an ale guy. Like, just, ales just doesn't, it's not my, it's not my thing. You don't, you don't fucks with dome fucksin'? Nope, I don't. You know, but <laughs> cheers to the uh, badass name and the really cool uh, can. Um, and... Thanks again, uh, Texas Shine House, for the, the, the beer. So Hell yeah, brother. Are you putting one aside for every podcast? That way, you know, no, when no, it comes no, time no, for me there's to, nope, I can there's just, no like, coming in right this one. Huh? Right before the nope. plane ride, I'll just uh, chug them all. Nope. Dang uh, it. These are the last ones. There's one more that I will partake in myself. Since Is that stout is, still in there? It's for the episode. The stout is not there anymore. Did you drink it? I drank that. I did not drink the stout. That is correct. How long was it in there? Thank you. Um, Four weeks? You said weeks? that you were not going to drink it because you couldn't stand it. No, but you know how I am. There will be certain times I'm like, I just want the alcohol for what alcohol does, not necessarily for the taste. I can drink warm beer. I can, it's just and that's true. You, you drink know. Coors Light. Ooh, uh, Marty, I gotta ask you a question. Uh, if I only drink it. Coors Light when the can when the mountains are purple, blue, then then wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Then how do I drink warm beer? Well, no, I just meant that. Marty tried to get, huh? Marty tried to get me and Zaya. Oh, really? Oh, You're going to sell me out? My boy. Really? My boy. Really? Yep. Oh, this my was boy. set up perfectly. Good. This was yep. going to be set up fucking perfect. Yeah. And I, I still almost did it myself, but I just, could, I just couldn't <laughs> drink it. I just couldn't do it. And I was like, wait, I got these. I'm going to drink them. Where are you go gonna ahead, drink, John. Go where ahead. Are you going to drink Coors Light? Hey, look, this is how it went. This is how it went down. <laughs> the, the group message, all four of us. And and I don't I, – or maybe it was just me, just us three, and DJ, you weren't in there. And he's like, all right, you, you guys are all going to drink Coors Light because DJ's not drinking. And I'm like, I hate to break it to you, but I've been sober for 11 years. And then Zay, Zaya, is that how you say it? Zay. Yeah, you're right, man. You're oh, right. Zay, Zay. Zay was like, I'm drinking apple juice, and I would have loved to, to just had a, a phone or a camera on on Marty's face because he probably was so bummed out when he was like, he oh, even oh, it was. <laughs> it was perfectly you know I mean? set up. Like, he was just like, yeah. I was like, guys, don't say anything. Here's what I want to do. Don't say anything. Yeah. Wow. How badass would that have been if we were all drinking Coors Light and you're over there drinking sparkling water? It would have been awesome. Oh, I would have been pissed. It would have. Well, but it would have, right? But then, fucking, yeah. Like, and then nobody else what was a, drinking what except good, me. What a good friend. The temptation you would give me. <laughs> you, you, no, like, all this no, beer the is friend, okay. The good friend, I would not allowed you to drink. I would have no, let you stay My good friend now is John and, and, and Zaya. Exactly. Because they, helped, they had my back. Yeah. You were going to let me fall. 
You know, hard no, I was going to resist. I was going to help you me, not drink that Coors Light. When you went and to the bathroom, what would I have done? I would have taken it with me. I would have been shaking. My hands would have been shaking. I probably would have poured some of it in the toilet because I couldn't stand the shit. (laughs) And then I would have like gone over to the fridge with some other like actual good beer and like poured it in and then like acted like I was drinking a Coors Light. The amount of disrespect. Probably what I would have done. And that long run-on sentence was horrible. Um. All right. So we want to know from you guys. Uh. So Zai, you're you said 15. So we're you're four years into business. Well, four, four years into detailing. When did you go so, hard? When did you start going are, hard? Have you gone full-time into, like, running a full business, or what are you doing now? So, I was, I, I've been full-time. I would say I've been full-time a, a little bit over a year. I would say I've been dedicated 100% of my time into this and doing it full-time when I moved to Arizona, correct? So, you've been so going so hard for about a, a year. A over a year now. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. We, that's, that's perfect. So, both of you guys are somewhere in that one-year mark. What has been your biggest struggle, all right, as detailers in your one-year mark, right? So we're not thinking anything else in the past. We're thinking just first year. So first year of detailing, what has been your biggest struggle? John, you want to start this off? Or want yeah. To start off? Yeah, I mean, well, I uh... – just to break it down, like, I, I just detail that one day a week, right? Any federal holiday that I'm off. And I'm booked out um, since my second month. I've been blessed. And I've been booked out um, two months in advance. So my problem really is right now is um, speed. Getting through. I mean, it's really hard to take videos and Snapchat, or not Snapchat, Instagram uh feed and um i'm sorry stories and actually like finish a detail in a timely manner for me so yeah i can honestly say that right now it's speed you know i'm not like super slow but i'm not as fast as i want to be all right great answer zai awesome yeah i mean uh my answer is not like your typical answer to that question i would say my biggest problem when it came to running the business and detailing in general during the first year was just me at the end of the day um trying to fight my own you know mental struggles and all that stuff you know i think i think a lot of people that see us from the outside just as businesses but we're human beings at the end of the day and you know um i would say just trying to figure myself out what i've wanted from my business and also just trying to get my motivation back into running the business because we all have our ups and downs you know we get the excitement of starting a business and then it declines when you don't have the customers and then you get demotivated. So Bro, it doesn't go away. <laughs> balance of, for me mentally to keep this thing going has been kind of my biggest struggle. But, you know, after the, the past few months, I finally kind of got myself going again on track. And I, I know I remember ta- talking to DJ about this when we were in Las Vegas for a little bit. But, yeah, that's, that's been my biggest struggle overall. Yeah. Well, yeah. DJ, do you remember back to year one? Uh, yeah, man, I do. Um, All right, well, before you talk about it, okay. I'm going to drink some Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company Dreamsicle. Oh, man. Handcrafted in Texas. So, you know, you know what they say. No, I don't. Only steers and uh, dreamsicles come really good from... Look at that can. Yeah, is that not amazing? That's a dream. It's got sicker? like a. You remember like the dream pop? Ah. Yeah. 
That's what this is going to be. All right, so year one, you're out of the back of your Ford Contour. Yeah, I was. Uh, no, it was, uh, man, sorry. Uh, it, it was, was that a flashback moment? I was trying, I was trying to go <laughs> back. That, there was. There was uh, a flashback. Like, I saw it. He was like, oh, Ford Contour, my baby, the white with the, like, 10%. Five percent. Five percent. Yeah, really, I remember really, they were really, dark. Really, like, really dark windows. Yeah, they were probably darker than that. Um, yeah, man. I just remember I had like very, very little clients. Like I had all the motivation and drive possible, but to get new clients. I mean, I struggled a lot in the earlier years. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. But I know one thing. I kept pushing. I kept going forward. I mean, I got my put myself out there. I went to uh, freaking business networking meetings when I'm just this young. 20 like i didn't i didn't feel like i belonged there I, you know i felt like just a kid and uh but i just kept putting myself out there over and over and over and over again in really uncomfortable situations like i'm not a big extrovert i can be but i'm naturally not especially at, at that age and trying to start a business so i remember a lot of uh just a lot i wouldn't say failure but just like man like this is tough like i i want to be further and uh it just took a while but i was i was persistent i just kept on pushing forward so what are you guys doing for marketing? Like when when we're year one, right? Marketing for DJ was going to be different than marketing for me, which is going to be different for marketing than you. Yeah. Right? DJ's a little yeah. old, quite a bit older than you guys. You know, he's definitely, uh, that was a long time ago. They were probably, what, like two years old. You know, that was, that was a long time ago. DJ's getting really what old right now. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> You're mad. <laughs> Your math is horrible. <laughs> I'm older than DJ. Oh! I, I, yeah, exactly. Thank you for clarifying. I, I, John, I knew come that. on, man. Like, what the hell? Thank you, John. Uh, hey, Marty, I try, I try to make you look like a, a comedian and like famous on these videos. You so try. Thanks. I appreciate job. it. He, he tries. Job. He tries. I do. Yeah. I'm going to make you a star. Fuck see. yeah. <laughs> All right. You got it. You know, I'm, I'm the one, just, a hard, I'm the one a hard just trying to keep to Marty in line. I'm like pinching him under the table and stomping on his foot. Like, you can't say that. No, yeah. God. Marty moments that the clips end on where you just say stuff like, we don't mind being the side bitch. Yeah, or when he mutes the phone and says something behind the screen, like, I'm like, you know, like, uh. hey, you know, it's part of being old. You get to just do what you want. Old and. (laughs) All right. I don't know what that is. Moving on. Old what? Not every old person just gets to do whatever they want. There's a certain characteristic goes along with being old that you can really. What was last? I don't know. I'm just going to keep laughing. I can cover you up. (laughs) I'm just covering you up. (laughs) That sounds like a good laugh for the characteristic of an old person that has another characteristic. Community. Community. Uh, John Zai. Let's talk marketing in year one. Is it Can we is talk it about the all? Water? God, no, so no we're not talking. It's pints and polishing, not water. How many ounces are in a pint? I don't know. Not not that. Sixteen. Aha. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh. So what are you guys doing for marketing? Do you hit the road? The pay, like, are you guys <laughs> you out every yet? day? Yeah. No. Like, do you hit the road? <laughs> like, do you go out and like throw out flyers? Do you go meet people? Do you DJ did a lot of like going in? He already yeah. said he went into like 
and he was big in the chamber. He did a lot of business conference meetings like that. Like, let's go like day to day. How much I know, John, you might be a little different because you're full time in the, the post office and then this is a part time gig. But, uh, Zai, you know, what are you doing to try and gain clientele? Um, well, so in, in the beginning, when I did move to Arizona, uh, I got to remind everybody, I, I don't really have any family or friends here besides my immediate family who moved with me. Um, so finding people, getting to know people was, was my biggest challenge as well. And I, I guess kind of going along with DJ did, I did really go out, sponsor some car shows some events, things like that, talking to other local businesses about my services and things of that nature. Um, then I really started getting into Instagram, especially um, after I was sponsored by the Rad Company uh, for the first quarter of 2019. Um, I really, really started pushing the organic growth of Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, hey, and all that. Can stuff. I ask a so, question real quick? Because we're going to have yeah. an episode at uh, Mobile Tech with Jen from Carsmetology and IGL, where we look at this trend of detailers. Um, being either brought on by a company and like actually paid a salary or they're brought on and, um, you know, paid as salesmen or, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things going on right now in the industry, which is really cool for detailers. We've never had this opportunity before. So walk us through, what did that mean? Cause you said you were sponsored by the rag company. So I, what did that entail? What that is. Yeah, so, so the, um, the team at Rag Company, um, Levi, Anthony, Morgan, and Dane, um, they're, they're the individuals that really take care of most of the social media stuff. They, they've been really pushed by the public when it comes to sponsorship. Um, why don't you guys sponsor anybody? And Anthony and Morgan came up with the idea of the Grand Ambassador program, um, kind of their answer to sponsorship. So what they do is they pick 40 individuals each year, 10 each quarter, and they kind of sponsor those individuals, send them out free products, help them market on Instagram and Facebook and other social media platforms to support them as detailers or as enthusiasts as well. Hmm. So it's not just details. You could be an enthusiast as well or somebody that's likes really taking care of their own personal car. It's like um, a community project. I was, right? Yeah. It was just those big community building kind of sponsorship between the rack company and the people who are they are sponsoring as TRC Grand Ambassadors. So and so, but so the sponsorship is strictly just product. You're not you for yourself weren't paid for all the marketing that you did for them. Free product. No, yeah. So it was strictly strictly just all product and support on the social media platforms from the rag company. And they have a pretty substantial following. Um, I think they're close to sixty thousand followers on Instagram right now. So when they post something from my page on there, I typically get anywhere from forty to fifty new followers. Yeah, um, on my Instagram. So okay, no, what, what Marty's about to say before I let me cut him off. And uh, but aren't those followers going to be from all? I mean, they're not going to be your local. The, the they're not going to bring in the clientele in your local city, though. So are you? I guess. I keep that, I keep that in mind as well. Um, and and Levi from the Rag Company stresses that a lot. How detailers we we shouldn't be marketing towards. Other lo- other markets besides our local markets. Unless um, so unless you're trying to be well. unless you're trying to be like a public figure in the industry, or you want to do you know put out certain things that detailers can purchase, then maybe yeah, it would be great to have following of of other detailers for sure. But yeah. Yeah. Um, just, just 
just to hit on that just a little bit, I mean, Cardiva Detailing, it's a, it's, a, it's a detailing service, but at the same time, it's become a little bit more than that. Okay. Um, I have well over 3,200 subscribers on YouTube alone and um, very enthusiastic subscribers and viewers on YouTube that, that look forward to um, the educational videos I put out and the reviews I put out. So there you go. I have, a, I have a good amount of people now actually looking towards Carnuba Detailing as a source of education and um, kind of like you said, a public figure within the industry. So that would make and sense really as to why you get those followers. Put yeah. more content out to people that like that as well. That answers so. the question. That makes complete yeah, sense. Yeah, so Zaya, that it basically you're, you're detailing, but you're also wanting to have a presence where you educate and possibly build up a channel that you can sell something off of, right? Well, I mean, you can make... So you're doing both. Yes, of course. I mean, I mean, you, you could be an amazing detailer and you could have a bunch of clients to your local market, but that, that's your local reputation. How about your, your, your national, your, your global reputation within the industry as well? If Our industry is so small that you can make a name for yourself very quickly, oh. you know? Um, it doesn't... You can gain a very large following, and you can you can spread your name out throughout the industry pretty quickly. So I, I find that very important to, to take advantage of. Yeah, if there's value, I mean, if you're going to do something with that, I mean, it's it's one thing to be a public figure in the industry, but if you're not, if it's just like, hey, look at me, I made it. That's, I mean, what fruit does that bring you? I mean, you're just uh, not 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 you, particularly just people that may do that. But if you're building yourself up, like, oh, yeah. like, like like with your business, you've got kind of a dual purpose. Like your business, when you detail in it, uh, you can repurpose that your detailing uh, and, and create videos while you're detailing. And mind you, you're getting paid for this detail by your local client, and you're using that detail on video to educate now people on YouTube. So you're making money in, in, in both hands here, which is really, really cool, which it, makes sense as to why you would want It makes sense. So what we have said or let me – I don't know about we. I don't want to put – mouth and don't put words in my mouth marshall Um, for me i've said especially with overalls when we met with overalls in atlanta i said this exact situation i said okay but if you're going to grow a detail business grow a detail business if you want to grow an online presence and become a social figure then do that on a separate personal account um that's and so he created Vinny Details, which he does all of his own like you know product reviews or this and that, and then where then he does a business page for his overalls where he talks and communicates to his specific customers. The reason why I'm, I'm kind of chasing this rabbit is because it's a thing for detailers to want to be this, and I completely get it with social media and the opportunity. It's basically what he's saying. The opportunity to do both is there, yeah. But from, but from a, a business detailers, like, this is just a question. Like, have you? And I would love feedback. Have how is it when you post these videos for a brand? Do your customers that are detailing customers? How does that, you know? defend or encourage or whatever we're not this isn't a uh oh uh, uh, uh this is like well, i'm literally trying to learn um oh, yeah. what has been the uh, what why has it been good for your carnuba detailing specific from a, a customer paying you to clean their car what has been the the benefit of product reviews for that so 
this, this, I'll take this back to, to community college, and my professor put it to me very straightforward, and, and it made a lot of sense to me. Um, people, people respect, respect the company, but they'll respect them even more when they're the industry expert. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, Zai, 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 hold on, hold on. Somebody's giving a bunch of feedback right now. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's the sound guy. Sorry. <laughs> okay. There we go. All right. Go say it again. Say it again. Damn it, John. Yeah. 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 So, so, so my my professor was in, and I asked the same question um when I, to one of my professors in community college when it comes to business and stuff like that because you know I want to get a good understanding of the route I want to take and where I want to put all my time and money into. But um, she stated that you know what, becoming an expert within your industry is one of the most important things that you can do. When my customer sees me testing out hundreds of products and making video reviews and pointing out differences between the two, talking to industry leaders such as Lenny Doyle or talking to other people throughout the industry, they notice that I actually put a lot of time and effort into my craft. And not just time and effort behind the polisher, but also getting to know exactly the products that I'm using on my customers' vehicles. So that's a really big benefit for my clientele um, that utilize my services. Uh, besides that, guys, it's just for me, the industry, I love the industry that we're in, the community that we're trying to build and everything like that. And Carnuba Detail, this is just a detailing service, and this is the reason why I changed my logo recently for 2020. It went from your mobile detailing service to your premium detailing experience. I'm trying to make an experience whether you're, I'm servicing you with my detailing services whether you're online watching my videos, gaining education and knowledge on products and things of that nature, it's an overall experience. I want to provide all of that to my customers. So I consider my, my customers that I service when it comes to detailing clientele, but I also consider my viewers on YouTube customers as well. All right. So do you plan on, I mean, because if we're going to talk business, right, if you're trying to grow a detailing business, all this extra time that you're spending is taking away from actually making money and growing a detailing business. So are you saying that you want to do, like, I guess that's why I'm, I'm, I think that's the big disconnect of this, of maybe just old, and some of it goes back to trying to understand too, right? I mean, I mean I've got to admit, yeah. I'm 41 and you're 22. I'm trying to understand why young guys want to do this. I'm following, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, I'm going to try to lay it out, but that's the thing I said a second ago is that, <clears throat> so you get a paying client that comes to your, you go to their house, your mobile, right? Um, you detail her car, you get paid for it, but you're also, while you're there, you're taking video and talking about the products and the process too, to also promote that aspect of your business too, that one day will start making you money. So then you'll be having, you'll be, it's like a dual purpose type thing there, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, so YouTube, why can't you? But on the same, he has two different right voices, guess, though. On the same channel, but there's no, it's a YouTube. Those videos are on YouTube. Much, but it's something. No. Um, but yeah, I think there's a big advantage of, of putting time into your image online, guys. I mean, most people don't go to store to store anymore to find a service or product. They spend their time online looking through their phone or on their desktop computer trying to find their services agreed. That, that they need. Yeah, agreed. And having, having that online image and that branding, like you guys have spoken about previously, is very important to me. It's very important. Because I've had plenty of customers type up, 
you know, um, ceramic coating reviews on YouTube and product reviews, and I was the detailer that popped up. And hey, I was a local detailer. They gave me a call, and they're like, hey, I watched your video, and I wanted to see if you can come out and service my vehicle. That's happened before. And did they say it was from a product review or you were talking about a brand's product or was it we saw you on youtube just cleaning cars just i mean it, it, it could have been either one here i'll give you an example my sponsor bmw m3 um that that that, that customer right there i, I service him almost on a monthly or bi-monthly basis on his vehicle a full ceramic coating service and all that good stuff but i got that service from my image on instagram and youtube he found me on instagram he went on YouTube, he saw my professionalism that I provided on throughout my videos, whether I was detailing a customer's car or working on a test panel and going through all the little minute details of each product, and he decided to come to me rather than anybody else. Because the overall so, experience was there, which is, it, it makes sense, it works for I, I get it, I'm, like, literally, I'm just trying to really dive into this, and, like, please don't take it, I'm really not, I'm just really no, trying no, to I'm understand, not, yeah. You're kind of, you're kind of like, playing devil's, devil's advocate to a certain extent just to see my why am I doing it? Why am I putting so much time and effort into it, basically? Yeah. And, and I'm doing it to learn. Like, I really am because there's how many, like, literally the thing is right now, right, if you're under 20, well, hell, if you're under 25 or even close to 30, what the dream job right now is to be a influencer. Like the absolute yeah. dream job for anybody in society, not just detail, like anybody in society is to be an influencer you and, you, and you get paid for it. So I'm not, I'm not downplaying at all. I'm literally just trying to figure out how would it benefit a, if, 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 a, if somebody's in the young twenties that wants to be a detailer, should they grow their own brand or as you're doing, and you're saying intermix your pro like you're literally promoting somebody else's company on your own page, right? So let's just go to that. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like in general, you're you're doing you're taking your time to talk about let's say PNS, right? Because you're a big PNS uh, supporter. So you're spending your yeah. time instead of instead of saying why you can detail a car and what you can do detail a car you're taking your time to promote another brand now it, it when you do that you're spending less time on your own company and you're spending time helping them now does pns pay you for those no, PNS does not pay me, but it builds a solid relationship between me and the manufacturer to the point where they do provide me products. I mean, look at the rag company, for instance. I just won over $5,000 worth of detailing tools and products just because of the support I provided them throughout the year as a brand ambassador. Okay, That's cool. That's a perfect example of the benefit that you're able to get. Exactly. So one out of 40 got $5,000 of product. Yep. Five, over $5, I'm not. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm just. There's got to be some clarity. Well, let me to ask it. you a question, like, though, Marty, because you are a supplier. You do have a brand. So, how less? How much further would, if you didn't have the detailers that promoted you, and with their own time and effort, how how further? I mean, would you be this far in business if you didn't have the supporters and the guys that that, that spent their own time promoting your brand as well? Because you help their business. Uh, yeah. 
agreed. Agreed. But and from a brand, hold on, Zai, hold on, because he asked a question. From yeah, a brand okay. aspect, I love it. Gotcha. Right? You right. are absolutely 100 percent correct. Benefiting. From a product company, absolutely. The amount of people that put out stories and tag us and stuff, hell yeah, I fucking love it. Right. So what's wrong with it on there? So it's I'm not more. saying it's wrong. I'm literally trying, but that's not just putting a, a tag. Like he is, he's investing hours. I mean, he's investing a lot of time in supporting another. He's he's making videos, gotcha. not just okay. he's not just doing stories. Okay, there's and, the and, okay. and there's you Thanks got for people. Clearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no, cool, no, no. Cool, cool. You got people like uh, Luke, which we've had on from uh -huh. uh, Wilson, Wilson yeah. Detailing, where he specifically said, "I don't want to be a detailer." I want to learn marketing, and I am only doing a couple cars, and I'm going to spend a lot of time doing marketing. So he's using detailing to market. And then we have detailers that are trying to market for brands, but then they're not actually spending the amount of time in their detailing business growing it. And as I said, one, he won. Awesome, man. Like, Man to man, congratulations! That's fucking badass. Thank you. Man. Yeah, the it's a yeah. You're the winner. Insert. Like, fuck, all I do yeah. Is win, Hell yeah. Win. Do it. Let's throw do in it. some John. This is where you throw in that. Like <laughs> you can't tell him because then he can't do it. Oh, you're like, well, do it, okay. Does it? Well, like, anyway, John is so to do. Okay. That's awesome. But then hey. there was 39 other people that invested a ton of their time and didn't. They only got a little bit of product. And so at that time, they wasted in a sense, where they could have been in their own business benefiting their own self. However, they just got a little bit of product from a company and then they didn't win five grand. So I just want, I just want to bring it out into the open that if you're going to be a detailer, where do you draw the line, right? So that was a great question you asked, DJ. Zai has a completely different side. He won some product. It's helped his business. Mm -hmm. It's helped him. Yeah. I'm not like once again. That's why I said earlier. I'm not trying to. Talk, I'm just literally trying to learn. Uh, where do then detailers fall into that place? Because where do you run the risk? Do you be the 39 that didn't get fucking goddamn shit, and but spent a lot of time promoting another brand, where they could have spent it on their own brand, and maybe they would have gotten another ten thousand in revenue. So where where do people figure out what to so, do? Marty, I'll, I'll I'll put it I'll put it the best way that I can possible. We as detailers, and I know you guys have experienced this, experienced this a lot as well. We we think very small sometimes, very very small, very locally. Now, what do you find as a customer looking for a service? What do you find more impressive when you type in a company's name? Uh, a company that just has a few images on the Google My Business account and on Instagram, or the company that has tons of content and reviews and educational videos on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, going through different types of products, solutions, and tools to see which one is the best that he or she can provide to their clientele in their local market. I think every time around, someone's going to look at that other company with the tons of content and promotional content, whether it be products or tools or the services that they provide. I do a mix of all, but we have to make sure as detailers that we're branding ourselves and our image is bigger than what we really are at the end of the day, you know? 
and and right there, yeah. I I so when you ask a journal question like that, I would 100% say yes because we say that you should repurpose your videos where you're showing the customer's story and what you've done with your customer. We've said that you should repurpose that in different avenues. 100%, I completely agree with you. I would like to ask the question and that probably has and Zai, I love it that you're doing it. Literally just want to give some perspective to all the other guys that are out there, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, that might also want to achieve your success. The rarity that they will achieve it, one out of 40 with one company got it. And so I agree yeah. that it probably helped you, but not, there's, there's not, a lot I'm of other people. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Easy. There you go. It's not that it's cheap. easy. You spent a lot of time on it. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, you know, even on my business, when I have a busy week worth of detailing, I have two, three cars a day. And, you know, the, the past few weeks has been kind of slow since the holidays. But even then, I'm pushing out three videos a week on YouTube. I put that time, I put the money and effort into it because for me, like I said, it's about the whole, it's about the whole experience, not just the services I provide, but also my customers' online experience as well. Yeah. If a customer has a question about a product, I have a video for us. If that person needs to figure out how to use O&R, I have a step-by-step -step process on YouTube to show them exactly how they use it. You know? Those, those are some of the benefits that come along with this, so... Yeah, definitely. And people are, I mean, I get clients, you know, one out of five clients, they're like, yeah, I've got this uh, such and such product here. And, I, and every garage you go in, you see like 10, what's up, Paul? Paul! You see like 10 different uh, products Cheers. in their, their oh, uh, no storage chance. containers. So, yeah, I mean, that makes complete yeah. sense as being the source. I mean, you're, you're the source for whatever the hell they're looking for, right? I mean, that's... That that makes complete sense. What you're doing, I'm I'm, I'm behind. I like it because yeah, it works for you I'm for not, sure. I'm not I'm not necessarily I'm not necessarily trying to become a public figure or anything like that when it comes to the detailing industry. I just want to make sure that I provide the best services I possibly can to my local customers, but also provide great video content and educational content to viewers online. I like I it, man. Respect them as well at the end of the day. For sure. Yeah, much respect. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Paul, uh, welcome. Thank you. Hey, what are you drinking? I'm having the uh, Marshall Sundown Wheat. Cool. It should be the uh, Sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it started with the S, and sunshine. I was like, wait, Marshall's? That doesn't work. <laughs> Paul, uh, so uh, we've got Zai and John. Hi, Zai. Um, Hi, John. Hey. What's up, man? How you doing? How you doing good? How about you? Zai does a lot of uh, videos talking about, and he won a, uh, uh, a year-long challenge where he became the grand ambassador for a company where he put out the most content and the most oh, stuff great. for them, and he won money for it. Uh, very, well, very in nice. product, right? Yeah. Um, in product, in product and tools, yeah. Yeah, so how, like in, in, in your ideas of being a business owner, how would you discuss with young guys, right? So he's 20-year-ish. Ish. Uh, <laughs> How have you seen when people rep other brands? How does that go? Is that a, a positive thing? How does it not, like in your views? You know what? That's interesting. I mean, it is it is a positive thing when when people do that. You know, it, it's it's hard as a business owner to figure out what's how you're going to be able to monetize whoever's repping it, right? I mean, how do you determine what's the best direction for your for your business? I mean, how do you feel about that? That's something I haven't really given a lot of thought. Okay, well, he that's what you could have it. said, yeah. Paul could have just said. That was a long answer for, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Thanks for the content, Paul. No, it's just it's a, it's literally a thing now, especially with social media and right. society. And like I said earlier, it has nothing even to detailing. Like, there's influencers. There's people that get paid to. I mean, we have influencers. We pay Instagram influencers to hold a product and take a picture, right? I mean, it's a thing. And then detailers will do that for the brands that they use, which, like DJ mentioned, guys will do it for us. I'm very excited. We're just diving into the idea of why should one guy do it or why maybe somebody shouldn't. So, so would that be? So that would. Be- I, I think. I think. I think you have to find the right balance. You know, maybe I put a little bit too much time into the content creation, and supporting other brands, and everything like that. But you know, right now I have the time to do that. I'm not at the level of other detailers where they have three, four cars a day and they're booked out two to three weeks. I have the time to create content, market my services as well in my local market, and, and stay balanced with it. So it all, it all depends on the person at the end of the day, too. It, it, that's it, right, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm so glad you said that. Really, I am. Because I, I mentioned Luke earlier, and that was his point. He goes, if you want to do this, you do one or two cars, and that's it. You spend the majority of your time doing the videos and editing and all that. So it wasn't yeah, a... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, Luke, Luke is a great example. Jimbo is a great example. You know, they're all great guys. I met them in person and everything like that. But I, I just want to... I remind people online, especially the ones who sometimes mention how my video content isn't the best as other competitors, quote-unquote, I guess, if you want to say, in the YouTube Tell them, game. fuck you, but I'm I only a year first, into it. Like, tell them to exactly, fuck off. I tell them first, first and foremost, I'm a detailer. I don't spend all the money on training and education Hell yeah. that I do and Hell my yeah. licenses and certifications just because, you know, I want to make videos out of it. No, I, I want to be a professional, reputable detailer in my local area. Awesome. So the content that I do is, is second to that, but I want to make sure I keep the priority as well for the most part. Okay. Can I say something about Luke? Uh, I don't know. You said we couldn't talk about stuff. Nah, this guy. Um, Jeez, I'm trying to keep him in line here, John. What? I said I'm trying no, to keep him in the... you could have just rolled over that. Y'all are the ones that are taking it too far. I, you all, we could have just rolled over that. Keep going. Listen, keep buckle going. down, bunny, all right? Like, like, I told you about, like, YouTube University. Like, that's how I learned how to paint my truck, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Luke Wilson would be my mentor. He doesn't even know he's my my mentor, though, because I learned how to detail through his videos and um, Scott from Dallas Paint Correction. Yeah. And if they can hear, if they can hear this right now, and they're listening, like thank you, because like that's how I learned how to detail mainly. That's and I can relate with um, Zaya, Zaya, because I have time after work, and I have time to work on videos and work on marketing, because I've been doing marketing and promotion for over twenty years now. I've been throwing my own music events live. I DJed the van skateboard demos, and I DJed at Victoria's Secret. I DJed everywhere, so like I understand the marketing and the advertising part of business and service. Because if I book a DJ event, it's in two months, and I have to contact the client. Same with detailing. You know, I'm mobile, so I have to set everything up the same way. So um, my problem has not been marketing and getting client, getting the cars done. So I teamed up with a local detail. Oh, hold on, you're breaking up, man. 
Can you hear me now? There we go. Um, I actually teamed up with a, a local detailer, uh, my buddy Dwayne, and he has a fixed location. So, like, today he came out with me, and we tackled two cars, and then I oh, yeah. did marketing community. for him. That is good community. Listen. Yeah, and yeah. it's cool. We, we teach each other, um, you know, because I feel like I, I have a feeling like DJing and, and detailing is similar. Like, there's a foundation you need to know, but how you spin it and how you do it, you can throw your own sauce on top. Sauce. So, DJ likes uh, sauce. I like sauce. I really do. Yeah, sauce it up. <laughs> Marty gets mad when Wait. I put barbecue sauce or any kind of sauce on his uh, barbecue. Right? Because, Paul, if, if a meat is perfectly fixed, no, dude. like, in its properly how seasoned, how to eat barbecue. You're absolutely right. Is that really disrespectful? That, that is a thing. It, it, it is a thing. It's, it's if you go to a someone. very prime sushi place and you put soy sauce on that sushi, that chef is going to be fucking pissed off. They can kiss my ass. I paid for this meal, and I want Fair soy enough. sauce on my sushi. I'm just for, saying for how it goes. You're not enjoying the meal that was prepared. I yeah. am, with soy sauce. <laughs> I've enjoyed it. We're talking about sauce. Yeah. We're not talking about actual sauce here. Oh, what kind of sauce were you the talking sauce. about? I was talking about the flavor. Oh, swag. Oh, your oh your sauce. Oh, yeah. John sauce. Yeah. That's why DJ has to put sauce on. <laughs> 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 that didn't make sense. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> These guys, your buds back. <laughs> Done for. Oh, um, uh, what? He was saucing it up. He was. He was. Um, yeah. I, I think that's a really viable conversation. I'm really glad you let me hammer in and try and really dive into what you've done, uh, because, like I said, there's hundreds of guys that want to do what you've done, and so th- yeah. thanks for letting me ask the hard questions, man. I really no appreciate problem. that. No problem. I just want. I just want to say one last thing, especially for anybody who's viewing out there um like i said i put a lot of time and effort into everything that i do but everything that i do comes from a place of intuition i'm not saying that i'm the best detail or anything like that because a lot of people get that vibe when when detailers start making youtube videos like luke from wilson's auto detailing or like scott from dallas paint correction i just know that i had the opportunity to go to these trainings and go to sema and mobile tech expo and these events I want to share that education experience with everybody that I can because I know it's important to have those types of experience and that type of education. So, and it's great to give back to the community. Hey. I was going to say that. that yeah, I mean, yeah, in all honesty, much, though, that, yeah, that, that, that's, that's said, pretty much yeah. what you're doing is you're giving back to the community, which is freaking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely right. I think, the, I think the end point might be what you said is you spend a lot of time. And I think maybe detailers need to understand is where you want to go in your career, you're going to invest time. And so you only have 24 hours a day. You've got to sleep some. You've got a girlfriend. You've got family. You've got wives. You've got whatever. Girlfriend. Whatever comes into your 24 hours, that's all you got. And that 24 yep. hours in five years where do you want to spend that is I'm a big believer in sow and reaping. Where you sow into, that is where you will reap. So you sowed in heavily and you reaped $5,000 worth of product from the rat company. So fucking kudos to you. That's fucking badass. You won. Like one out of 40. Like there's no joke. That's really fucking badass. 
I think it's thank you. And it's, it's it's one out of the forty that have been picked out of thousands of applications to the rag company. Yeah, so even it was an even bigger pool of, of, of people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Nicely done, man. Nicely done. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that, guys. I really do. All right. I need to rate this last beer. Uh, Paul, do you want to take a sip? No. No? Okay. Well, it's towards the end. <laughs> I of don't your cup, you. which is why he said no. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's hey, at the end. <laughs> I got a, about backwash left. Yeah. Do you want to try some? <laughs> no, I don't. But this is Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Dreamsicle. It's got a ice cream cart with a old uh, orange Dreamsicle. That's what it is. And I would say that if somebody attempted to make that dream sickle ice cream into a beer buffalo bayou brewing company nailed it, it and, and i'm giving it a 4.5 oh, wow. what i yes wow you sure you don't want to taste any paul well, yeah i kind of did now on that not, note but not that one i'll stop it there's time. there's no vine you can't get it's that down in houston there's like just it's okay paul yeah he's it's only okay. been spitting at the microphone it's for the past okay hour and 20 minutes Look at that smile on his face. Right? You, oh, shit, yeah, it's yeah, it's right. That's you right. drink it and you go, oh shit, that yeah. tastes like a fucking dream sickle that's right. in a beer. In a like, beer. this is a really great name. It's a, like, you taste the orange and there's some creaminess to it, and plus you taste a beer. Nice. That's a 4.5 at the lowest. It might even go up. When? Well, if I had another. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. 5.9%, you know, that's, that's going to do pretty well. So. Um, that's definitely my favorite. So who sent this again? Uh, Jason from, uh, 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 Texas Shine House. So we'll take a case. All right. <laughs> we need to get a hold of Buffalo Brewery down in Houston, Texas and get some of this sent up here. So, uh, really, really enjoy that. It's a good beer. Uh, what were you guys drinking on? Just water and what? I was drinking, I was drinking on water, guys. All right. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Nicely done. John? I got a kombucha jalapeno My man. cucumber. Well, he was drinking it because he thought you were going to be drinking it, and you yeah. switched up to sparkling water. I did not. I had to go you to switched I, up. I only had we were 10 minutes gang up to on go. Him, DJ, and you didn't even know it. Hell Listen, yeah. Bro, I only had 10 He had your back, and then you fucked him. Okay, yep, that's it. That's <laughs> how it happened. Love getting cut off. I quit smoking cigarettes on Sundays, so nice, I needed dude. something to, like, yeah, yeah. like, Kick my immune system back in because it kicked my ass and I got sick for a second, but I'm back. Nicely done, DJ. You were talking about going to no. get some kombucha, but you were you don't running have to late. Do that again. And Every, you, well, you know, you I just so I bad feel you because you just you specifically re mentioned it. So I was I was relaying you. You know, if you'd like to take the opportunity, I am. Yeah, me too. I, can't you tell? I forgot. Hold on, let me get backwards because I was so far. I, I, I literally forgot. No, you wanted to get kombucha, but you were too my brain's slow. Just so foggy right time, now. Like, kind of running late, and did you were like, no, wait, I need to. I think you knew what I was doing to begin with in the first place. <laughs> DJ bust his ass on a detail. Dropping off a yeah. car, and I had no time to run to the research to grab some kombucha because this shit's disgusting. Not gonna lie, kombucha is oh. really good. Yeah, yeah. I oh, mean, do if you you're want putting... the one I brought, it's over there. Oh, you're just. <laughs> <laughs> well, this podcast is pretty much over now, and um, I'm gonna go home here soon. So no, I don't. I don't want your. I don't want the one you have. <laughs> but so. Uh... It's just sparkling water. You don't like it? The flavor wasn't great? When it's cold, it's great, but not anymore. No? no? 
Not a fan? You're not. What are you going to rate it? Uh, it's just water, bro. There's no rating. No rating on water? It's sparkling water. Sparkling water? It sparkled. Maybe it had a little va- vodka in it? A little vodka? It did not have vodka in it. No, I'm saying if it did. I don't like vodka. What? <laughs> <laughs> a whiskey, rum. I'm Ooh, not a big vodka a fan. Rum? I don't want to put anything in this. This is sparkling water. No, I'm just saying if you did. No, you wouldn't. Did we do that? Okay, you'd rather just go with a truly. I love it. All right, man. Nicely done. <laughs> Where's my mouth again? Where do people find you at, Marty? In a, in a ditch after the podcast. <laughs> well, I have been accused of being in the gutter, so, you know, it is Ooh, what it is. You accuse yourself of being in the gutter. I don't know. All right. Well. Anything else you'd like to get off your chest, Mr. Patchen? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Paul brings out the best in you. I'm here for you. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you so much uh, for your time. Uh, it's just it's awesome not only what you are doing for community. What is, I guess. It's just not the same anymore. Uh-uh. Yeah, we got to. No. Oh, yeah. Maybe if you had a tambourine. We'll work on the sound effects. We'll, we'll, we'll patch that in. Thanks, John. Well, this no, is, we just uh, might have to punt these. We just had to bring them out to show them and have a lot of fun with them. But for the podcast, we probably would just have to. Oh, for the podcast, this. Yeah. 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 yeah we're yeah. not using these. Yeah, for no. no. For the I'm actual say, oh, regular I'm not podcast. Them for the mobile tech. Hell no. I, I, got, say, I got 900 yeah, and, I was gonna say, <laughs> and like 92 like, of them in the Who likes to throw away money? Marty does. <laughs> no, that was quite an investment. Yeah, I know. Um, John, where do people, I know you said it earlier, but let's go back to it. You know, if somebody wants to connect with you, follow you. Like, um, listen, from here moving out over the past couple of weeks, all this badass video content comes from John. So everybody, uh, good, anything everybody, you guys see yeah. from now on, yeah. <laughs> it's John. Yeah. So where do people find you, follow you, tell you thank you, and say uh, appreciate uh, making DJ look so amazing and Marty to try and be funny? <laughs> the Marty moment. Um, on Instagram, it's at Babylon underscore mobile underscore detailing and then i'm all about the hashtag right now that's what i think is uh cool about all of this marketing so i'm just pushing my hashtag it's hashtag babylon to go and that's going to be the branding i use for a lot of my videos cool yeah super cool and then yeah on facebook it's the same thing so and youtube uh babylon to go mobile detailing and or we can now say you can find john at pints polishing podcast on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right, Zai. Um, the one out of 40 plus one out of thousands. Like, you really should. Are you going to put that? Did you put that on any of your. Is that on your Instagram? Like, that you won? That I won? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all over the place. Um, I was actually. Um, kind of bombarded with messages because I was detailing a vehicle at the time and I had no signal when I won. So by the time I got the news, there was already 60 or 70 notifications on my phone Jeez. on Instagram. So Hell yeah. Nicely done, dude. Yeah. Where do people find you? How do you want them to connect with you? Everywhere. Yeah, guys. Um, so feel free to look me up on YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook at Carnuba Detailing, C-A-R-N-E-W-B-A, followed by detailing. Um, 
if you're in the Surprise, Arizona, Greater Phoenix area, uh, and you're looking for some premium automotive detailing services, I am your guy. Or if you're looking for educational videos and reviews, don't forget to check me out on YouTube as well. Oh, yeah. Man, that sounded great. I want to drive to Phoenix and have him detail my truck. Wow. You oh. do? Yeah, that sounded great. Really? Well... All right, we'll connect you two. You barely drive your Titan. Paul, or you, or Paul, you barely drive that thing around the corner over here. Guy, we're not sure that you really want to do his truck. <laughs> I don't know that it's been clean since I did it a year ago. <laughs> However, <laughs> if Paul finds his way to Arizona, <laughs> I love Arizona. We're sorry. <laughs> Prettiest red. Uh, hey, I'm still good. I'm still going to be making money off of it, so. There you go. That'll Hey, if That's you a get a guy attitude. named Paul that does a reservation, just charge him double. Just charge him double. There you go, man. Got it. There we go. Yeah. And uh, at uh, Mobile Tech, uh, you're going to be going around. How do people, if they want to be on your podcast, if they want to get an interview by you, how should they reach out to you? Um, yeah, so if you are at Mobile Tech, feel free to tap me on the shoulder or message me on Instagram, um, and we can we can go ahead and kind of hang out and see if we can get a little bit of a spotlight interview. Um, my interviews are only going to be five to ten minutes long, probably going to be doing a lot of them on education day since I'm going to be spending a lot of time with you guys um, during the show day, so. Yeah, so anybody, that's right, that's so anybody that I'm tapping the hell out of his shoulder that's all I yeah like, i know I, like I, 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 now <laughs> i'm just i'm just gonna say like that will be my joke yeah. i'm gonna be tapping you on the shoulder dj tap me on the shoulder like <laughs> literally now everybody's gonna come up to you at mobile tech i hope your shoulder's sore and, after mobile tech right <laughs> so <laughs> that's too fun <laughs> That's too funny. I love it. So everybody go up to Zai and tap him on the shoulder. That's it. And you get a podcast. Just just go tap him That's it. and then walk away. Remember that joke where you tap on somebody's shoulder and he's looking around going, who was that? He gets his camera. He's like, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what we're doing. Microphone. Yo, I think I'm just going to cancel my flight. I'm good. Oh, <laughs> man. Just wear shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. Yeah, dude. Go back to the 80s. I know, Let's right? do it. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Uh, but so uh, you're going yeah, do... yeah, to do. Feel free to reach out to me um, if you guys want to talk. Anybody wants to talk to mobile tech. And um, if you guys need any kind of video content or promotional content, I'll try to talk over that with you guys, too. So. Yeah, so, okay, so you would be there to do some videos for anybody that wants uh, your support. That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, I'd be more than happy to, whether it be manufacturers or detailers as well, man. I'm, I'm just here, I'm just here to help out, so. Dang. Okay. Hell yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, Mr. Thank Patterson? You, appreciate it. Mr. Hill? Where do people find you? Right here. Oh. Well, Paul and I are here. We're here. Oh, hey, you guys can find me on Instagram. At DJ Patterson for the uh, personal and at Eco Green, Green MD for the business. And uh, of course, you guys got to follow us at Pints Polishing Podcast on all platforms and soon to be uh, YouTube channels going up. Right, John? Yep, that's right. You're taking cooking. over and kick, get, giving me the boot. No, I'm pumped on that. It's I tried. Cool. We're going to get a lot of footage at MTE. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. All right. That's Marshall. cool. Uh, you can find us at Total Auto Solutions on IG, Facebook, uh, on TikTok. You can find us at Detail Supply App or shoot me a text, 918 
800-1188 and uh, get back to you that way. Or you can find Paul at Mr. Baldy... 277. 277. There you go. Or listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or listening to the podcast. That's true. Uh, once again, Zai, uh, John, man, much love. Thank you for all your help. And, oh, Zai, let's go back to this. You're creating a different genre um, playlist for detailers that why they're detailing cars, that they like to listen to a specific genre. You're the guy that's creating a playlist for them on the Pints and Polishing podcast Spotify account. So make and sure you guys go follow us. Exactly. Yeah, make sure yeah, you go yeah, follow so it, listen detailers, to it. Detailers out there, um, if, you're, if you're interested in, in checking out different categories of music, new songs, and things like that, you just need something to jam to. We're, we're developing some custom playlists that are detailer-oriented. we got some cool playlist titles and descriptions for you guys to go find some Easter eggs on. Um, but it's just going to be a lot of fun. So whatever music you're into, we're going to get you covered and make sure that you're motivated throughout your detail and throughout your day. So. And that's Pines Polishing Podcast on Spotify. And then if you want your yep. songs put on, they need to DM the Pints Polishing Podcast Instagram page and say, hey, this is these are my favorite songs. Right. And then we will pass Yeah, then we will pass them on to you and they will be put onto the different genres. So that's fucking badass, man. I appreciate all your effort in that. Yeah, no problem, guys. More than happy to. Cool. All right, man. You guys have a great night. We will see hey, you, you in Mobile brother. Tech you. two weeks away. It's coming up. All right. Hell yeah. Have a great night, guys. Alright, see ya. See ya. Hey, Mr. Patterson. Hey, Mr. Hill. Guess who we got here with us? We got Sheldon. We do. The man, the legend, the myth behind Mobile Tech. It was man, myth, legend. It? Oh, it's not Medj... What? It's not the Medj... It's a... Man, what? It's a man... It's a what? Uh, it's a what? Beat, huh? uh. <laughs> the man, the midget, the myth. <laughs> the man, the midget, the myth. <laughs> so we are super happy to announce the community event... Cheers. Cheers to community. Cheers to community. Community event at Mobile Tech Orlando. Sheldon, tell us what's going to happen. So we decided, you know, we've been doing Mobile Tech Expo for a few years now. And, of course, it's mobile detailers and it's a PDR technicians. And, you know, there's also the glass and the leather. and There's all those people. We're all trying to make money in the world. But what we really want is people to start mingling a little bit more. Everyone has something they can learn from someone else. So we want to make a community event where everyone gets together after the show for an hour, shares a beer, shares a pint, and, you know, just talks, mingles, and has a good time. So we came up with this community night sponsored by Pints and Polishing. Community! Community! And so we're going to basically just walk right out of the show at 5 o'clock. Yep, we're going to walk On Friday. We're going to walk out. It's going to be outside because the weather's beautiful in Orlando. We're going to have some bars up there. Everyone's going to have some free drinks. We're just going to mingle for a little bit. Might have a little contest where you have to learn something from another uh, industry. Ooh. Maybe you'll get a free T-shirt or a hat or maybe a mystery prize. I don't know. We just made this up. So (laughs) (laughs) We've had a few beers and we just had a great idea. You guys know how it is, right? (laughs) <laughs> all right so mystery prize it is if the, yeah yeah we're gonna have to create a mystery prize <laughs> right, we just found out we had a mystery prize so everyone gets Let's a hug from it. dj <laughs> oh marty's more fluffy you'll be better <laughs> all 
All right, but so Friday of Orlando, after the show, come out to the pool. Well, there'll be plenty of stuff there telling people about it. We just wanted to announce it so that anybody that's coming to Mobile Tech Orlando will know. And all of those of you that were thinking, now you know you should go because we're going to have a major community event for all of the detailers and for anybody that is a mobile technician. So thank you, Sheldon. Yep. What a great idea. We're happy to be a part of that with you. Yep. Can't wait. Make sure you head over to mobiletechexpo.com. I'm not sure when this episode is going to air, but we should have details on the <laughs> website by then. I hope. <laughs> Better work fast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and make sure you use code PINTS, P-I-N-T-S. Save 15% on your registration. Ooh.